0: We're at the point now, we don't get nervous, we get ready. Open the door,
1: we
2: kick
0: the door down and we let other women through the door.
2: You're listening to Kicking Down the Door, a Hawthorne podcast showcasing the powerful people and stories within women's football in the brown and gold. Welcome to the second episode of
1: Hawthorne's brand new podcast series, Kicking Down the Door. I'm your host, Steph, and I'm joined again by VFLW captain Jess Trend. How- Hello there. How are you today, Jess? I'm
2: good. How are you, Steph?
1: Fabulous. Now I saw you getting quite uh, vocal from the mm. sidelines at the girls' first home game of the season on Saturday. So you're not playing on field, but what's your role off-field at the moment?
2: Um, Look, that was a fill-in position on the weekend. Usually Cara um, is the boss for that one. So I'm not too fussed about that because Beck's in your ear and when she's angry, you do hear it. But when she's excited, um, you hear it as well. But really, I just want to make sure that I'm supporting the girls and being there to give the positive feedback when they come off onto the bench. Um, Also, just have my two cents, I guess, and support um, Hachi, who's the game day captain. And, yeah, just try and be that positive... Um, role model, but also give my kind of view of how the game's going as well. And
1: we are lucky to be joined by the game day captain herself, Meg Hutchins, for this
2: episode.
1: Meg, how are you going? Well,
2: I'm the lucky
1: one
0: <laughs> being on this podcast, you aren't are. I?
1: You are. You're Thanks. our
2: second guest as well, so. well. the first the worst, second the best. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no offense, No, we Jessie. love Jessie. We love Jessie. <laughs> she did unreal she set the bar high didn't
1: she has Mm -hmm. Um, but we look so forward to chatting to you this episode Meg you've been at the Hawks for a few years now can you take us back to when you first joined in 2018 and I guess what your first day was like your first impressions
0: um yeah well funny story I did my first meet and greet at the Hawks um and tour of the facilities whilst I was still listed at Collingwood. Um, a yeah. bit secretive. <laughs> I know, I know, um, very secretive. sat in my car waiting and then the coach at the time, Patty Hill, came down and met me and me. we went up in the lift and uh, I think the first person I met um, actually was uh, Brie Harvey. So she was at the top of the lift and she, I think she was going down to get a coffee or something. Um, and then, uh, yeah, went in and met uh, Rob McCartney. And, um, yeah, so that was really great. So, yeah, went on a bit of a tour there and that was... Yeah, pretty incredible it sort of was taken through the vision of what um women's football at Hawthorne was was going to look like mm. and what their plans were for the future in terms of AFLW and everything like that so yeah it was pretty exciting to be part of um and then I went on a tour and then went past Justin Reeves' <laughs> office um so I went and said g'day to him so yeah it was all I've met all the important people um yeah it was it was a pretty pretty awesome experience um and then yeah the last but not least the, the person I met was um, Tanya Galina, so she's actually a good friend of mine uh, to this day, and um, yeah, she sort of was one of the most important people in terms of getting women's football on the, on the, uh, on the agenda, and then women on the park, really, uh, at Hawthorne, so yeah, it was uh, it was a bit of a whirlwind couple of days, but I think... It was a bit of love at first sight, really, and and conversation. I know
2: I'm biased when it does come to to Hawthorne. You've known that for years at the Devils. Yes, I have. (laughs) But when you did enter, did you feel that automatic? Because they do say it's a family club. So can you back that up?
0: Yeah, I think it wasn't immediate that that I felt it, but I think as soon as I, um, I guess, you know, signed the dotted line. um, But my first training session, um, yeah, I automatically felt that. You felt welcomed Mm. in straight away and felt part of something pretty special um, and felt part of something that was probably bigger than the individual as well. So, yeah, it was pretty a pretty cool experience.
1: And did you know many of the other girls that had also signed on for that 2018 season or a lot of new faces? I did. I, did.
0: I knew, um, and that was probably one of the reasons why I, I came and, and met a few, um, met Hawthorne to start with. So I knew Lou Watton, Tani Nesta, um, Pepper Randall. So um, a few other of the girls... Who I'd played with at the Eastern Devils before, and they um, were spoke very, very, very highly of their experiences thus far. I can't forget Steph Carroll. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um. Yeah. So they, they spoke really, really highly of their experiences up until that point, um, training preseason with, with the Hawks. So um, you know, I, I tend to trust. My friends and, mm. and their experiences. So yeah, I knew them, and then um, yeah, the, the group itself was really really tight, but really, really really welcoming at the same time. So it was great.
2: With the because it was the very beginning of Hawthorne's Women's BFLW. How was it at the very beginning? Did it did it feel like you were starting somewhere new, or did you feel like they put a great plan into place with resources, coaches, and all that?
0: Oh, I felt like I was walking into an already established AFLW team. To yeah, be honest. I know. Um, you know they had all the plans in place all the coaches all the resources everything um so yeah it didn't feel like it was a new program that's for sure um so yeah i mean i was i felt like and i, I believe i was probably quoted on it at the time saying that i felt like i stepped out of one AFLW program straight into another one and um yeah that was a really really positive sign and really really great thing moving into a, a club like that but then also you know a great reflection of the work that the Hawks had already put in.
2: Well I guess with their success that year. (laughs) That was um that was good. (laughs) (laughs) um, They planned it really well which is awesome.
1: Can you talk us through that 2018 VFLW Premiership and what the season was like as a whole led by Paddy Hill as well our former senior coach?
0: Yeah like we didn't never really I mean I didn't join the club to win a Premiership I mean obviously that's always Mm. your goal but I never joined to, to win a Premiership I wanted to join and play football at the the best of my ability and and play with my friends um, and enjoy playing footy again Um, and you know we started winning games and gelling really really quickly and um, I mean to be honest it really wasn't until the last the last four or five weeks where we actually thought well we could actually potentially um, do this and I remember you know Paddy one night at training at, at Waverley you know he basically just on the whiteboard he just wrote why not us and, and then we actually oh, like okay. I
2: actually just Shipped got a in. shiver just yeah. then.
0: <laughs> and look, we, we'd never really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he posed the question, why not us? And I think the week after that, we went up to, to Darwin and we, we knocked off the Thunder up there. And I think we really, truly believed after that. So, um, yeah, that was a pretty incredible season. And, and then those sort of five weeks leading into the finals and then the first final where we, um, we knocked the Pies off, which was pretty special. But, you know, they were almost... Um, undefeated for the whole year and finished on top of the ladder. Yeah. So to knock them off, that gave us um, a huge, huge sense of belief and, and we knew that um, if we played our best football, we, we could go all the way.
2: Do you remember who you played in round one?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was you. Is that a good memory for yeah, you? Yeah, it was actually. <laughs> Look, it was my I, first I think... game
2: back from my ACL and I couldn't be happier that I got to actually play <laughs> Hutchie, Sibs, And that crew, because they were my devils and they were there when I did my knee. But we got smashed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think... um... I think I played in the, on the wing. Where did you play? <laughs> I played with you, mate. And in my head, I was like, first
2: game back and I have to play on Hutchie. I said that with a bit of tongue in cheek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember just being like, are we kidding here or what? Throwing you in the deep end. Oh, huh? what mm. do you mean? Like my muscles, even though they're not grand at the moment, I was a twig and I was learning how to kick You were again. a twig
0: or? <laughs>
2: <laughs> were. <laughs> I'm heading back
0: to it though. <laughs> um, no, but it was, it was pretty cool playing against, yeah. playing against you. And um, obviously there was Kendra as well who was at the Devils and um, Brett, who coached by Brendan Major as well, yeah. who was our coach there as well. So it was, that was kind of special. And I think we probably had a little bit of a giggle here and oh, yeah. the game. And, and there
2: was great photos afterwards of all of us getting in for the little cuddles, which is nice. So Yeah, well,
0: because the year before, we um, that was basically the last time we played together at the Devils. Yeah. So it was kind of a bit... Bittersweet, but special as well. We got to see each other again, but in opposing teams.
1: And your role on field also turned into a role off field because you took on some responsibilities with Hawthorne's talent identification for our women's program. Can you tell us a bit more about that role?
0: Yeah, so um, I guess sort of my involvement began with doing a little bit of work with the um, the NGA, so the Next Gen, uh, Next Gen Academy program, so doing a little bit of under-16 Academy stuff. Uh, which led towards doing that joint with a little bit of talent ID. So uh, ran some talent ID days, that sort of thing. So starting to regenerate the list, that sort of thing. We didn't turn the list over too much, but always trying to find, um, you know, that, that next bit of talent coming through. So um, if you're not looking, then you don't find it. What
2: a quote. Yeah.
1: yeah. A quote. Was there something in particular that you enjoyed most about the role?
0: Um, yeah, look, I, I really enjoy watching football. Um but watching it in a different way and learning, you know, what to look for in particular was, was quite enjoyable in, in terms of a learning experience. Um, you know, meeting with and, and just having conversations with the AFL recruitment team as well. Just, you know, how they go about things and how, um, what sort of systems they have in place for for drafting and, and talent ID as well. I mean, obviously they've got a lot more resources than women's football do, but mm. that was pretty pretty awesome experience as well. And um, yeah, just really um, yeah, talking with people and learning and understanding how you know a footy program works yeah too.
2: absolutely and I think the young ones really do look up to Hachi a lot and I guess um, suck like a sponge once <laughs> you get every single little bit of information out of her which is good so I, I think that role would have been pretty perfect for you mate oh thanks
1: and turning to this season and our game on Saturday, we had Jeff Kennett, Hawthorne President, in the crowd, and he had a few words to say on how far our women's program has come. I think we're all very proud, and it's added a new emphasis within the club. So up until we had our VFLW team, it was a very male-orientated organisation. It is now very much... Uh, one that sees opportunity and i get a great deal of satisfaction just seeing how much satisfaction the girls get from playing so what we've now got to do is go the next step and try and get that aflw uh, license which we're working on and i hope we'll get some good news in may jeff talked about you know the club really getting involved with the women's program and accepting it to become kind of one club one family do you feel as though Hawthorne's women's program has really been adopted by the club as a whole?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think the conversations I've had with, with numerous people at the club, it's like, well, the club now feels whole, um, having, having women involved in a female football team and the netball team as well. You know, the blind team, um, you know, wheelchair team, you know, makes it, the club feel whole now. Um, and I think that's a, that's a really, really great thing is that everyone at the club um and everyone who supports the club feels like they have a connection and that's really really important um connections a huge huge piece when it comes to to football so to have a way of being connected to the club in it in through their teams is, is absolutely brilliant
1: and how far do you think our vflw program has come over the last few years i know you mentioned it it was almost like stepping out of an aflw club into another aflw club but have you seen progression in certain areas of our women's football program
0: yeah, certainly. I mean, there's there's progression every year. I think, um, you know, probably one of the biggest things that's happened this year is, you know, we've revolutionised to an extent. Um, you know, a coaching panel. We're a full female coaching panel this year, and it's not just be they're not just being selected because they're female. Females, yeah. You know, they've been selected because they're absolutely brilliant coaches, and you know, I think. You know, Beck was always sick of the, the conversation around, well, you know, we just have to wait for these opportunities to present themselves. Well, let's present these opportunities to these coaches and, and nurture and, and, um, and develop them as coaches, but if you they don't really need developing. They're absolutely brilliant. So that's been um, incredible and to see that step happen, um, you know, and they really set, set the standard across the board.
1: And great, too, to see Coach Lou Wadden, former player, see her kind of step into a role and still stick with the same club. And also Steph, uh, great to see her. I guess having a development coaching role—it must be nice seeing your former teammates also take those opportunities.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's kind of funny seeing seeing those guys dressed in suit pants and everything yeah. on a game day. They look very, suddenly looking
2: very fancy. They look very
0: fancy. To be
2: honest, I get worried that Steph's actually going to put on the jumper and shorts and oh. crack into the game sometime. Well, the last
0: couple of games, oh. she's been a runner. Um, and she's been getting close to the football. I'll leave it at leave leave that point. But, um, no, it's it's great. It's really, really great for the, the current players. We do have a, a reasonably young list, mm-hmm. um, you know, a few people aside. Um, <laughs> yeah, but for them to actually, you know, see these past players, these past players know what the Hawthorne way is, I guess, and, and to know that they've actually lived that experience, mm. you know, that, that's a really good connection that these players have. And, um, yeah, obviously Lou is you know, incredibly respected across the whole AFLW and women's football community. So, yeah, we're really lucky to have, to have them and then the other um, coaching panel too.
2: In, in saying that, I think it's so important to have people like that at the club because it's so important to have that loyalty I can't really say that because I've jumped around a little bit, <laughs> not on purpose. But women's footy is huge when it comes to loyalty and I, when the young girls do come through the system, I think a lot of them do get a little bit um, focused on the maybe the money side of it or the success side of things but you need to understand that a good club has to grow and in a couple of years Hawthorne will be back up at the top. It's just going to take some nurturing and some guidance and mm. we've got the absolute queen Bet goddard here to help us so it's good
1: and question to both of you how much do you think that women's football in general has grown over the last few years there's a lot more girls getting involved statewide and nationwide
0: mm. oh you can only just you know look at attendances look at um how it's all broadcast now you know how um you know, a lot of these female footballers are now you know household names not just for young girls, mm. but young boys are growing up and they're looking at these women playing football and not seeing it as anything different, and and seeing them as actual heroes and, and wanting to, to be like. So that's that's pretty cool, and, and I think you know even in the space of five years, the AFLW has been um, it's been up in the in the limelight. I guess you know we've seen huge huge changes. You know we've big got, time. Yeah, we got yeah, I mean we've got you know families coming now to watch the VFLW too. Um, you know, I saw a photo just posted um, over, the, over the weekend of, you know, a, a dad and his two sons, you know, just sitting on the fence mm. in their Hawthorne jumpers watching VFLW yeah. football. You know, that's, yeah. that's pretty special. That, uh, yeah. That's really special. I think
2: the thing that I've loved the most is it's not a surprise anymore, mm. as Hachi was saying, with the children growing up. But also the fact that, um, yeah, that, as you said, little boys are running around, um, not only the little girls, and actually pointing out and saying, that's my hero, um, other than the males, AF, male AFL players as well. So I think that's really strong, but it's also not frowned upon, but a lot of local clubs these days are also thinking, you know, if we don't have a women's team, like are we actually given the best opportunity for this club? So, And that's what it should have been for years and Absolutely years, you know. Be. Back when I first came down to the Devils, we recently moved venues because we had to upgrade to somewhere that's probably a little bit more accepting of women's footy, but these days a lot of clubs are doing what they can, but also getting in people like myself and Hutchie to help guide their women's program. So little things like
0: that is just unreal.
1: And what do both of you hope to see, I guess, for the future of women's footy and women's footy at Hawthorne?
0: Oh, I want to see all 18 clubs have a licence, that's for sure. I'm not not just saying that because I wear the brown and gold. I think every – and I spoke about it earlier – I think every supporter – um, deserves to have a women's football team Absolutely. to support you mm-hmm. know you don't want to lose a generation of of young supporters because they haven't haven't got a, a female football yeah. team to support and so.
2: you find so often now these days with the men's um, competition and the women's there's actually a big group of people that do prefer the men's but also a big group that also just prefer the women's there's a lot of people that I talk to just saying I just love women's sports so you know if you meet someone they say that they're a Hawthorne supporter it would be brilliant if they could say yeah I go for the women's. AFL team um I think that's what I would love to be able to see in the future that yeah as hutchie said every single AFL club has a women's team um and be that one big family
1: and hutchie as an individual what goals do you have for the season stay in the park
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> no like um no, that's a fair no like my, my like I you know it's it's no no surprise that I'm, I'm the oldest in the team and um yeah my goals are yeah I want to stay on the park and stay fresh and and be the best that I can be to help this young group become Mm. the best that they can be. I'm no use, like I'm okay being on the sidelines, but I'm no use on the sidelines. My usefulness is when I'm out there on the field helping and guiding and talking while I'm out there. So yeah, my, my goals are certainly just to stay on the park and to play the best footy I can. But then, you know, I get a huge kick and huge satisfaction out of seeing someone learn and develop and take steps in their football. Um, you know, either off their own batter or off feedback. So, um, yeah, that, that's sort of my goal. And, and, you know, to get a few more wins on, on the uh, on the board would be great. Um, you yeah, know, wins aren't everything, but they do they do help. Um, they, you know, the girls yeah, are working so absolutely. hard. So it'd be nice to get a few more. Yeah,
2: look at them right now out there warming up.
0: Oh, they're doing a bit of craft. They're doing a bit
2: of craft, it, guys?
1: For everyone listening, we, uh, <laughs> we're broadcasting straight from Box Hill City Oval uh, Sorry, before the girls' training and... Watching them warm up there, and there's a lot of young talent out there, there is. Oh,
2: ready to shine. Can you can you see the fire coming off their boots? <laughs> is anyone else? <laughs> no, anyone?
0: that's just because they're just wearing fluoro boots. Kids <laughs> these days. Kids
2: these days like to stand out.
0: I <laughs> know oh, my, my boots are orange. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. What were my boots before I got injured? Oh, white. The old school. You gotta go. Yeah, I think so. Gotta spice it up. When I come back from this knee, you just watch out. Everyone will be like, "Whoa, blinded by the light." Fluorescent
0: green (laughs) or like.
2: Fitter. maybe I'll get Delta to design some
0: pink fluoro ones. Maybe, maybe just go brown and gold ones.
1: Yeah, we could do a whole team in brown and gold. Well, Meg, we look forward to seeing you back at Box Hill City Oval this Saturday for our next home game against the Casey Demons. Thank you so much for your time today. Uh, it's been lovely to chat with you and I'm sure our members and fans have really enjoyed getting to know more about your journey at the Hawks. Thank you, Hutch. Thanks, everyone. I really appreciate being part of
0: it. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. <laughs> go, the Love Hawks. you.
2: Go to Hawkies. See Meg and the team this Saturday, 17th April at Box Hill City Oval as our girls take on the Casey Demons from 11.30am. If you can't get to the game but don't want to miss out on the action, follow at FCW for live tweets and commentary straight from the sidelines. If you enjoyed this interview with Meg Hutchins and would like to learn more about the Hawthorne's VFLW team, head to hawthornefc.com.au for exclusive interviews and content. This episode of Kicking Down the Door is brought to you by Hawthorne supporter group
1: Hawks Pride, who have come on board as a VFLW player sponsor for 2021. We would like to thank Hawks Pride for their ongoing support and contribution to Hawthorne's
2: VFLW program. You've been listening to Kicking Down the Door with your host, Stephanie Edwards and VFLW captain, me, Jess Trent. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and make sure to tune in next time. Go Hawks! Love you guys.